Hello everyone and welcome back to Again Again, the podcast where we ask us if when you die, you can see any event throughout history and see how it objectively happened. What event would you see first and why? I'm your host, Belle. With me always is your other host, Amanda, and our producer, Tyler. Today, the theme of the episode... Injuries. We've all had them. Getting hurt. We all hate them. Scraping your knee. Tears are usually involved. Breaking your arm. Hopefully no tears today. (laughs) Getting beat up. Your parents are worried and angry at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, today we're going to talk about some uh, again again's injuries. Just because they're such vivid memories. They're they're traumatic, but they're also funny when you look back on them. Yes. Uh, As long as you made it through all right. Which, if you're listening to this, you probably did. did. You most likely did. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, today we're going to talk about some of the times when we got hurt. So, to start us off, Belle, tell us about your again-again injuries. What would you go back and relive or witness? Okay, so I've gotten hurt many times in my life. I'm a, I'm a, I'm prone to being hurt. I'm always bruised. I'm always walking into walls. But this one stands out. So let me set the scene. I'm probably seven or eight. I'm definitely not nine because I remember the grade and where we lived and all that. So we still lived in the city, I, I think. Or maybe we did. No, I think we still lived in the city in San Diego. And every other summer, we would usually go to Mexico. So... We're down in Mexico and my parents are out doing something. I'm not sure what. And I'm with my cousins. And there's a lot of like corner stores in Mexico. It's like uh, they're all over the place. Like people run them out of their homes as like a side hustle. So many corner stores. So like chips and like soda, snacks, but also like other stuff like cleaning supplies and miscellaneous slingshots. (laughs) Well, and what you've told me from your trips to Mexico growing up is that it's like you and your cousins and zero rules, reckless abandon. Yeah, we just buy whatever we want. Um, It's a great time. Uh, It's the only place where it's 100 degrees every day and we somehow gain weight during the summer (laughs) from all those snacks. So there's a lot of corner stores. And so it's like dusk. My parents are out doing something. I'm not sure what. Uh, We always stay at my grandma's house. And my grandma, on my grandma's property is her house, two of my aunt's house, and two of my uncle's houses. So, uh, there's always people around, you know? So my parents are out and I'm there and I'm hanging out with my cousins and I have, uh, my parents aren't there, so I can't ask them for money. So the money that I have on me, whatever I had left over from change or whatever, I was going to go buy a firecracker. So, uh, me and my cousin go buy a firecracker. And as we're leaving, my other cousin, I have a lot of cousins. My other cousin says, Hey, can you buy me some peanuts, uh, from the store? Like, cause we told her we we're going to the store. These like Japanese peanuts are really good. And, uh, and I said, sorry, I only have enough money for a firecracker. Uh, un cuete, that's what you, how you say, uh, what we call them in Spanish. And she goes, come on, please. And I go, sorry, <laughs> I only have enough money for a firecracker. And I go, <laughs> you go to the store and I buy this firecracker. It was like, it was like the most expensive one you could get there. It was, it was like triangular. It's probably like four inches triangular. If I remember correctly, it was like white and blue. And it had like the wick at the very top of the the pyramid now educate me because i know very little about firecrackers or about fireworks how is a firecracker what sets it apart from a traditional firework is there well i think fireworks have to go off like into the sky like legitimately like okay. like whoa and firecracker is more like uh like two feet off the ground kind no of like like uh yeah two feet are like yeah it doesn't go very high you gotcha. know 
Yeah, it's more firecrackers are more for like the sound and the visuals. Okay. I guess that's what fireworks are. But yeah, they're just small. <laughs> but so we go, we get the firecracker, and then everybody else has like little firecrackers, like sparklers, and and these little ones. I don't know the names in English, but these tiny ones that you just light and they just spark for like ten seconds, and you just hold them, and it gets a little hot at the very end, and you drop them. So we're all it was like firecracker night, I guess, or whatever we're gonna do. So we're doing it. And so we're doing the little ones and the sparklers and everything and everything. But mine's like a bigger one. So we're waiting. And then we're going to light mine. So is there any adult supervision? No, I mean, there's adults like inside the house and stuff. But no, not Not like outside. No, there's no adults lighting the fire, (laughs) the firecrackers with us. It was was just the kids right away. I mean, the oldest kid at the time, which seemed like an adult, he was like almost 10 years older than me. They were probably like 15. Gotcha. Um. But looking back now, they're not adults. Like, they, they didn't know any better. But so the first, the, the big mistake was we should have left it on the ground and lit it on the ground. But that's not what we did. I was holding it in my hand. And my cousin lit it. And I, it started sparking. And I went to put it on the ground. And before I put it on the ground, boom, it exploded oh. in my hand. And I... I, I have all my fingers. <laughs> I was just going to say, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> I have all my fingers, which is always when I when I think of this story, um, I think like, f- shit, man, I could be walking around with less fingers just because of this, you know, this silly, silly like uh, firecracker night with my cousins in Mexico. But yeah. luckily I have all my fingers. But yeah, the damn thing exploded in my hand. I didn't get it down to the ground. And I started freaking out. And everyone was freaking out. He was like, holy shit. And now it gets real because now you have to call the adults. And my parents aren't there. So my aunts are worried that I'm hurt. And they're also worried like, oh, shit. What are your parents going to say when mm-hmm. they get back? And my hand is just bloody. Like, it's bloody. Like, for, like the palm of my hand, the back of my hand. It's just like one continuous blister. Like, like that kind of bloody where you can't really tell what the damage yes. is. Yes. Yeah. You, you got to like touch it to see like what is. <laughs> What's still there. Yeah. It, it, so yeah, it's just like a continuous blister on the bottom and top of my hand and I'm bleeding and I'm crying and I don't know what to do. You know, like I know how to light a firecracker, but I don't know how to take care of myself. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know exactly what happens immediately after, but uh, I go to like the sink, like the outdoor sink. Uh, they're they're really popular in Mexico. They're made of cement, like stone sinks, and I'm just like throwing water over my hand, like water, water, water. Uh, it's doing nothing. Like I'm crying, I'm screaming. Uh, my aunt gets this uh, idea, or not idea. I guess this is a, uh, a, a, a uh, key, not a, a cure, but a, a treatment for for burn. She puts mm-hmm. Colgate. All over my hand, huh. all over my burns. It burns even more, obviously. <laughs> I don't know if that. It's that minty freshness. Duh, got it. It just it burns so bad. My hand is on fire. And then in the middle of all this, my parents get there. Like my parents got to like five or ten minutes, like after. Like they weren't far. Uh-huh. And um, they're obviously really worried, but they're also really fucking pissed. <laughs> and they're doing this thing where they're not really. Helping me because they're so fucking mad, which normally I get it. Like you're trying to teach a kid a lesson or like, fuck, I, we were just gone for a few minutes. Like, God damn it. But my fucking hand got firecrackered. Like right now I need to support. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, and the thing we, we weren't going to sleep there. It was like nighttime now and we weren't going to sleep there. We we're going to sleep at my other grandma's house. So we had to walk 
uh, and it's not super close. So I'm walking with my hand. It's just burning and bleeding and blistered. It's so fucking painful. Uh, and again, I'm mostly taking care of myself. <laughs> and then we get to my other grandma's house. And I don't know. I think maybe my aunt helped me. She was like 10 years older than me. But I, the only thing that helped was putting my hand in a, a bucket of ice water. Like my grandma had this like bucket, this red bucket, I remember. It wasn't super big. I would just fill it with ice and water. And then you would just... I would just refill, we would refill the ice um, trays so that it would freeze again <laughs> because the water would obviously melt really quickly. And I spent the like the whole time until I went to sleep just with my hand in ice water, just like crying oh and like burning and just the worst. And just like, I'm hurt, but like people are worried about me, but people are also mad at me and like, I don't get it. And oh my God. And like I had to sleep that night with like ointment all over my hand, like with my hand held up to like, uh, like an oscillating fan. Oh, like that was the only thing. Oh my god, that helped. That's so funny. You say like people are concerned, but also mad. Yeah. I, you know, I always think about when you hear like podcasts or TV shows about like a child who's missing, and they're like, I don't know if they ran away or was abducted, and obviously it's horrible, horrible, horrible. But one thing that always comes out is like, just come home. We won't be mad at you. Just come yeah. home. And I always think like, you say that now, but when the kid comes home and says they were at Tommy's house for a week, yeah. you're going to be mad. Be <laughs> oh, yeah. man. So were the other kids like freaking out? Yeah, they were freaking out. But when you're a kid after a certain point of freaking out, it's not you. So... Everyone just kind of... <laughs> We're just going to like, oh, well, he's all right. <laughs> yeah, everyone just kind of does their own thing as it goes to play or goes to eat snacks. And mm-hmm. and your hand is on fucking fire. Oh, do you remember how long it took to heal? No, I don't remember. I don't remember how long it took to heal. I don't remember if the next day I had a bandage on it or what. But, um, but yeah, my hand... I don't even really have scarring from it. I know you don't. I mean, I would never be able to guess that a, an explosive went off in your hand. Yeah, I know. Um, but it, I promise it there's, there's, I have a lot of cousins. There's at least like 14 witnesses. I mean, this is literally like the thing that every kid gets told yeah. in the summer around 4th of July is you're going to blow your fingers off. I remember in, in ninth grade at like baseball tryouts, this kid was like, Oh yeah. The, the other day uh, I lit a firecracker and then I stepped on, it, exploded under my shoe. And I was like, motherfucker, I had one explode in my hand. <laughs> All right. You had a rubber barrier, bitch. <laughs> Fuck off, Ruben. Do you think uh do you think the older kids knew what was going to happen and they're like, let's just get the little kid to do it and his hand's going to get blown off, but it's fine. It's we'll we'll cover and we'll be like, "Oh no, what happened?" but like they're like they knew this was going to happen. Do I think that my cousins are sociopaths? <laughs> Loaded and question. Psychopaths. Hmm, <laughs> possibly. I hope not. <laughs> But if, if that was their, their their plan, five fingers, bitch, I still got him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you really uh, you really foiled them on that one. You yeah. mentioned the you mentioned the the Colgate thing, which is so weird that you bring that up because I had never heard that before. But now within the past three days, I've heard two different people really reference that. Yeah. So who, who else? I was at my sister's house this past weekend for my nephew's birthday party and he turned two so he's still he's little and Mm -hmm. we got the cake and we had she lit the candle on it and we were singing happy birthday we put it in front of him 
and he started to go to touch the fire, mm. um, oh, no. which was hilarious. Like it was a very small kitchen and there were like, I don't know, six or seven of us there. No one noticed he was about to touch the fire until like his finger was on the flame. Oh. Like we're all singing to this kid. How did no one see this? But <laughs> they um, move quick. You're all checked out. Party's almost <laughs> over. Like, Give me the cake. Know. Let's get out of here. Yeah, I, I was more focused on the cake than the kid. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like afterwards, and he was fine. Like I don't think he actually like touched the flame, but he got very close. And afterwards, someone was like, "Oh, like rub toothpaste on it." And I was like, "What? I've never heard that." <laughs> but apparently. This is n- not that uncommon of a solution because it was something that um, that brought got brought up when you almost blew your hand off. So I, I guess yeah, something in, in toothpaste is is a is a soothing or healing, I guess, to your burnt or something. Well, I've heard about it for bug bites. I've mm. heard that you're supposed to put toothpaste on bug bites. So I mm. wonder if it has become one of those things like yeah, just put it on everything. Just put toothpaste on your skin. <laughs> just just do it. <laughs> Did you ever have parents tell you to rub dirt on like stuff like if you're oh yes. Me? That was okay. very, that was very no, much my parents. They just got worried and mad. <laughs> <laughs> like I always heard that as a saying, but my parents never told me to rub dirt in like a wound or a cut. And looking back, I'm like, that seems like a terrible idea. Yeah, my, God made dirt. Dirt don't hurt. Yeah, my parents were <laughs> like, oh, it rained. You guys should go play in the mud. Like, <laughs> they were very encouraging of yeah. non-hygienic practices. <laughs> That sounds like they just wanted to get you out of the house so they could have some peace and quiet. Yeah. <laughs> or that. Maybe that. Yeah. And then you get your hand almost blown off. Uh, so I'm <laughs> guessing you guys never bought fireworks again. No, I don't think so. Not in Mexico. For mm-hmm. sure not. I definitely I definitely will, won't make that mistake again to light it in my, in my fucking hand. Seriously. Do fireworks give you any sort of like trauma um, because of that? No, they don't. They don't. I think if if someone was like, "Hey, hold this firecracker; it explodes in your hand, but it it, it doesn't hurt. It like splurries that way," I would never trust. That. I'd be like, "No, no. sorry, no, I, no, that's I, awful." Even <laughs> even after I saw other people be like, "Yeah, it doesn't," I'd be like, "That's cool. I don't want to participate." But um, but um, yeah, I would. I, I, I that's the only thing I won't do handheld firecrackers ever again do you guys remember those little popper things that are like wrapped in tissue paper and you throw them on the ground and they pop yeah Yeah. i remember the first time i got those because the box says fireworks or or it says like exploding or something that makes you think it's a firework they do explode it's so boring though you ever throw them at people's faces no That's why it's boring. I'm doing it wrong, I guess. <laughs> well, Bella still learned from his uncle who was throwing stink bombs in public. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I remember one time I was on a walk and I stepped on a live one of those poppers. Oh, really? Like oh. I get through it and it didn't, didn't go off uh-huh. or something or he dropped it. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> those things would, they would always come packaged in like straw as if they yeah. were like a legitimate <laughs> explosive. <laughs> when it's, it's all, like it's you all, could crush a box of these and it would like not be any louder than a fart. It's like, all part of the, the, the experience, you know, <laughs> it's funny because you always, they're, they're like, they're like cigarette butts. Kids, people who you smoke, they just think cigarette butts disappear and we throw them on the ground. Mm-hmm. Kids never pick that those poppers up. They're no. just no. little like, they look like little white sperms on the, all over the ground. <laughs> That's exactly what they look like. Yeah. I saw people would do pranks with those where they would put them underneath like the toilet seat. So oh like my God. And then when you sit on it, the pressure makes them explode, uh-huh. which always seemed very dangerous to me. Like that seems yeah. like a good way to get your like, ass beat. Too, too close to your goods 
Yeah. <laughs> what also like, what if it frightens you and then you 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 know you you get your stuff on yourself in a way you didn't intend to? And <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that's one of those pranks that's like, man, but you got to be in the bathroom waiting for someone to poop to enjoy your prank. Well, that's the thing is like that's the. <laughs> I don't like a prank that you don't get to see right. the results of. Exactly. And unless that person is so startled that you hear them like screaming from the bathroom and running out with shit on their pants, like you don't get to enjoy the result of that prank. Unless you yeah. do it like in your own home to your own family. <laughs> you, yes. Well, for that one, in order for it to be effective, there has to be at least two stalls. Because if there's just yeah. one stall and then you're waiting around, they're going to know you did it. So you right. have to have a second stall, you have to have it set up, and then you have to go sit in the second stall and just wait and hope someone shows up in the next 10 minutes, or else you're just going to be there for like two hours. So it's a very convoluted prank that doesn't seem like it has that big of a And also, off. you need to like, like, you guys, I'm sure you've been in stalls where like you walk in and someone's there and it's silent and they're still there when you leave and you're like, they're just waiting for this to be empty so they can take a fat shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. you can't do that. You have to like be making the sound like things are actually happening. You gotta sound I've like also like heard people pain. do in, instead of poppers, they'll do like ketchup packets. Yes. Under the I've heard ketchup oh. packets. Which that, that is seems infuriating, more but more funny. That will, <laughs> I like, <laughs> I just think that'd be so funny, especially in the girls' bathroom, because like you know, blood does happen oh, in the gosh. girls' bathroom, so you could be like, "Oh shit, I really started my period." <laughs> my God, it, it blew up the toilet. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't always need ketchup for that it to happen. It tastes great. That, just <laughs> that would be a good prank. It, like, you go in and you and you say like you're on your period, and you you set that up, mm-hmm. and then you just like take a finger of the ketchup, you'd be like, "Whoop." No, it's fine. And then just gross out all your friends. <laughs> or if it's like a single stall situation and like you're in a line, like you and your friends are waiting in line and you go first and you comment like, oh, can I borrow a tampon in my period? And then you set up the ketchup. So oh, the person yeah. after you is like, what the fuck did she do? Yeah. <laughs> you need medical attention. <laughs> so um, regarding this again, again, I would obviously not. Go back and relive it. Um, really? That, <laughs> I thought you would. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a what's it called a, a, masochist. a, a masochist. masochist. Yeah, I'm not a masochist, so I wouldn't go back and relive it. So obviously, I'd watch it from from a you know just an invisible third person point of view to to see how close my recollection of it is because because that like I I'd put money on on like some of the stuff I said for sure. The thing exploded in my hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stuff that I want to confirm or not is like the toothpaste, <laughs> uh, people's attitude the towards me, <laughs> the quality of act- care. Did you actually lose your fingers, and the ones you have were actually reattached, and you just blacked out? <laughs> I blacked out that whole memory. Oh like nobody ever told me. <laughs> Wait, let's see here. Do we see any scarring? <laughs> I don't know. Is that why my the palm of my hands are so weird? Oh. Amanda just pulled <laughs> Bellister's finger off. <laughs> so yeah, I would I would watch a watch it from an outside point of view and just just watch that and I'd be like, oh, here we go, three, two, one, boom. Oh my god, that would gosh. have to be hard because in your mind you want to tell yourself, hey, don't do this. But you can't. You just have to watch it happen. But also, he you're, knows everything will end up okay. You're right. There's yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, we, that's that's, like, the, that's the big toss-up in this whole game of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Are these memories like as easy to watch as we as are, we think they are, as we feel that they are? You know, I think it would be f- funny, but only knowing that everything turns out okay. Like if you mm-hmm. lost a finger, it wouldn't be funny. But I think it would be funny to see little Ballister so excited to light, light off this firecracker, thinking he's hot shit for saving up his money <laughs> and buying this firecracker, and then instantly going to like screaming. <laughs> Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> to anyone out there, if I had lost fingers, obviously my life would be fine. Um, losing a finger is not, I'm not trying to downplay anyone else's hardships. But yeah, luckily, yeah. I'm all good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I would be interested if I, if I had an omniscient view of this, to be able to see um, the reactions in the buildup from like your, your cousins. I want to see if there was one of them turned to one and be like, I don't think this is a good idea. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> there, there had to be one of them who was like, well, we might shouldn't do this. But they just didn't voice it because like when you're like little kids, everyone's excited. Like you're not going <laughs> to yeah. be the, you know, the wet blanket on, on the thing. But there had with the numbers that you said, there had to be at least one person who was like, I don't think this is a great idea. Well, that that's the cousin who's like, I'm just going to go inside and hang out with grandma. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be seen. I can't get in trouble for this if I'm not here. <laughs> yeah, man. No one no, no one spoke up. But yeah, you, you're right. There were numbers there. There's numbers. <laughs> There's a lot of kids. <laughs> no one says shit. Oh, I want, was, do you remember if there was any of your cousins uh, who really, like, wanted to hold the firecracker, but then y- you did it, and they, and they were, like, upset? And then afterwards, <laughs> like, oh, good thing that didn't happen. I don't remember, but I'm definitely the kind of personality where I would fight for my right to hold the firecracker. So that'd be hilarious if I fought for the for my hand getting blown up. Well, you owned up to it, so that's good. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, Amanda, do you want to tell us about your again again? Yes. So this happened when I was in eighth grade. Does it involve a firecracker? It involves no explosives of any kind. Oh, but you know what this does involve? What? Your hand as well. It does. Tyler, is your injury your hand by chance? No, mine is my ankle. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. That's, That's all right. <laughs> Go hurt your hand right now, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Tyler just hammered his hand. You guys, we got to stop podcasting. <laughs> and that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so it was eighth grade. It was like a Wednesday night. Like you remember the day? It, it was a weeknight, like a middle oh. of the weeknight. <laughs> okay, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, one of those. We're talking like 7 8 o'clock. Now, anyone who's had a sister knows that sisters fight a lot. Doesn't have to be about anything important. Doesn't mean you don't love each other. You just get on each other's nerves. It's it's part of life. So my sister had done something to irritate me. I don't remember what she did. I wish I did. But she ate all the cheese. You know, realistically, it was probably she did this we got in fights about this a lot at the, this age where I would have like a piece of clothing that she would want to wear mm. and she would wear it without telling me, but then she would stain it. Wow, the so classic it, Disney Channel show yes, storyline. Classic. And I was just would get me so mad. Disney life, bro. So she had done something to frustrate me. And so I was chasing her. And the way our house was set up is there was a long hallway. 
And on one end was my room and her bedroom was catty corner. And then at the far end of the hallway was my parents' bedroom. And it was a situation where I think dad was in the bedroom watching TV or something. And we were so frustrated at each other that we were running to the bedroom to be like, dad, Jen did this, Amanda did this, like to like tattle on each other, basically. (laughs) And I was running and I kind of run weird. I look weird when I run. It's a thing. I don't know. And my hand slaps the door jar and it pulls my ring finger back. And immediately I start crying. And immediately I did the thing that lots of kids do when they get hurt is when they go, it's broken. And it almost never is broken. Yeah. Like when a kid says it's broken, it's usually not broken. So I'm crying and saying it's broken. I'm even more mad at my sister. (laughs) And my mom comes and is like, what's all the ruckus? What's happening? Yeah, what's your dad doing? I don't know. I think he was just like, honey, dad. Kids will be kids. This is a Disney Channel episode. (laughs) I know. The classic husband. (laughs) And so (laughs) my mom comes. What is all this ruckus? I was like, well, Jen did this, and I was running to tell Dad, but she was going to try to tell Dad first and tell him that it was my fault, and so I was chasing after her, and I hit my hand, and I broke my finger. And she was like... Anyways, how was your day? <laughs> she was like, no, you didn't. You just jammed it. Here, let me see. Grabs my hand. You're fine. You're fine. Did it hurt when she grabbed your hand? It hurt. And I, I guess I sh- at this point I should say, Mom, don't feel bad. I turned out fine. Everything's fine. It's a great story. I love you. Who are you talking to? My mother. She's not here. Well, she's, she's listening. <laughs> In the future. In the future. We're time travelers on this podcast. Oh, remember? my God. How's the future? <laughs> Deb, how's it hanging? So, calm down. Stop crying. I'm sitting down watching TV. I'm kind of like, <laughs> my finger hurts. <laughs> and it starts to bruise and it starts to swell. I go, Mom, I think it's broken. She looks at it. No, you're fine. Here, here's some ice. And the night goes on and it gets a little more swollen. And it gets a little more purple. And she goes from, you're fine, to being, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's time to go to bed. And I'm like, Mom, I can't, I can't sleep. I like to sleep on my side or on my stomach. My hand hurts so much I don't want to squish it and I don't know what to do. And so my mom was like, well, let's just, just don't move your, just don't move it. You're fine, but just don't move it. <laughs> and so my mom's bright idea Her of how not to. is slowly draining. <laughs> how, how not to move my hand. She brings me a ball of yarn and says, rest your hand on this. It'll what? keep it in a neutral position. Huh? So I'm in bed with a ball of yarn on my chest <laughs> with a giant black and blue swollen finger <laughs> resting on this ball of yarn. And I'm just like, I'm okay. I'm fine. (laughs) So I go to sleep and I wake up the next morning and mom comes in and she's like, how's your hand? Like that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's because she like unbeknownst to you as a kid, your mom was probably, she like doubled down on her diagnosis that you're fine. Mm -hmm. But all night she's like, fuck what if i'm wrong and and i should mention that at this point neither myself nor my sister had ever broken a bone and i don't think my mom's ever broken a bone so it's not like it was something where i was like oh yeah i know what this is you know 
So she comes in. How's your hand? Trying to be like chipper, like everything's cool. Fantastic. Yes. And then I hold it up and she's just like, yeah, you're not going to school today. (laughs) I was waiting for the progression of this to be like, you're good. You're fine. You're okay. It'll be fine. You're going to have to lose the finger. Yes. (laughs) You held up your hand and just looked like Barney's hand. So we go to the doctor. And he goes, you're fine. And the doctor's like, well, we need to send you for an x-ray. Holy shit. And me, I'm like, I'm losing this finger. I'm going to be an amputee. Like, <laughs> So then we have to drive all the way over, like, all the way to the other side of the town where they have the x-ray place. Get my hand x-rayed. And this was before they sent, like, digital records. So they literally printed these x-ray images, put them in literally like a 24 by 24 envelope. Mm -hmm. And I had to take them back across town to my pediatrician where they literally did the thing where they whip them out of the envelope and they stick them in the light box and they go, hmm, yes, the problem's right here. Like literally out of a TV show. And my finger was indeed broken. And you could see it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, um, it was actually, I was actually quite lucky because it was broken pretty down towards the base where the finger meets the palm. Mm-hmm. And the doctor had said if I had broken it a little bit lower, I would have had to be in a full hand cast mm-hmm. instead of just like a, those metal finger splints. They would have put the full hand cast on me and I would have told everyone I snapped my forearm. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the other guy. <laughs> so, you know, at this point, it's just kind of, I'm just thinking like, I told you, mom, I told you. <laughs> I told you. And this was actually pretty soon after I signed up for my first year of color guard. Oh. And so my mom was like, well, I don't think you can do color guard now. Oh, no. And I was like, you don't understand. This is my passion. Dante's Inferno. It's my passion. (laughs) And so I think mom was like, well, you know, ask the teacher, see what she says. And of course, me, I was like, I'm going to do what I want. (laughs) So I just showed up to color guard and was like, yeah, the doctor says it's cool. (laughs) And the teacher, of course, didn't question it. So I'm doing color guard twice a week. And by the time color guard is over, my metal splint is literally jacked out of position. And I'm just like bending it back into place. So I cried like a baby breaking my finger, but I had no problem being like the Hulk and just snapping it back after you need card. your own 30 for 30 <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna write in to espn so for the love of the guard baby and again mom please don't feel bad this is such a funny story what i would love to go back and be in my mom's head from the progression of <laughs> what the fuck are these girls doing to god damn it, why won't she stop crying to Oh, I hope she's okay. To, oh geez, here we go. Like, I, I want, I want to see that. Do you think at all your dad's carefree, huh? I, uh, attitude made her be more chill about I, the finger. <laughs> but that was kind of dad's attitude about everything. Oh. I imagine afterwards he was probably like, "Yeah, it was broken. I could have told you." That. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it right when it happened. Well, what I can tell you, I don't know this, but just knowing my parents, I bet you, like, after I went to sleep the next day or whatever, when they found out it was broken, I bet you mom went to dad and was like, oh, I feel so bad. Her finger was broken and I totally wrote it off. I feel so bad. And I bet you dad's reaction would have been like, that's fine. She's a kid. She broke her hand. Rub some dirt on it. Put hair on your chest. Like, <laughs> she working a coal mine? <laughs> 
I had to walk to school five miles on my hands both ways. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't. Do you remember? Do you remember the the physical feeling of it happening? Yeah. The pain. I I remember the feeling. I remember the sound. Huh. What does it sound like? Well, you remember, I was also hitting my hand against the door jam, True. so it was like the thud. But I do remember like a. Oh. But. Is it the most pain you've ever felt? No. Okay. Most pain, probably the most pain I'd felt up to that point. Yeah. Um, but and then also like you know, when you're a kid and you're like really flustered about something, and then something hap- else happens. Yeah. It's like no, I just wanted to be mad and all. Like yeah. <laughs> it was just I was so frustrated, and then I'm in pain, and then I'm still frustrated. Man, that's rough. And you got to sleep with your hand on your chest like a cadaver well and plus <laughs> let me remind you the reason we were running is we were running to try to get to dad first to blame whatever had happened on the other sister so now because i'm the one who's been injured and i'm crying and causing a scene i am by default the at fault party in whatever issue is going on how does that work because i because the reason because because it now became well why were you running in the first place look you broke your finger like chill out why are you so upset That's about you classic, know <laughs> classic 90s parenting i need a documentary on 90s parenting tropes bro yeah, you look at all of the 90s like sitcoms it's always the over-concerned mother and just the absentee father it's like you said bell like this is basically out of a 90s sitcom <laughs> yeah. and i'm not saying by any means that my father was absentee or that my mother was over-concerned or anything it, it's it's just, it's what happened, you know? Yeah. I love them both. I turned out fine. Don't feel bad, mom and dad. But it's pretty funny to think back on. Is it weird that I feel responsible for some reason? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I would have I wanted to see, I would have wanted to see your mom's reaction to your next injury because, <laughs> yeah, like, no matter what it was, she would have had to just believe you and just go overboard on the like healing and trying to fix it. Whatever you said that came after this, because she's like, I don't want to fuck this up again. (laughs) That's interesting. You say that because obviously injuries happen, but like the next big injury that I remember happening in my life is I actually got sunstroke and had to go to the ER and I drained like seven IV bags. I was so dehydrated and it happened during band camp again, color guard. And my mom was pissed and she let everyone know how pissed she was that they didn't give us enough water breaks and I had to go to the ER. So I wonder if that is related. Holy crap. I have a very similar story. Really? Uh, um, Yeah. I forgot my dinkles in marching band, which uh, dinkles were the shoes that we wore for marching. Which Um, I don't know. I mean, band kids already picked on enough. Why'd they have to call them dinkles? (laughs) It literally rhymes with tinkle. (laughs) Mom, I forgot my dinkles. Yeah. So, so I, I forgot mine and my our drill instructor had those of us that forgot our dinkles had to do suicide sprints. Oh my mm-hmm. God. And, and you know, fuck? marching band is very like you have to be in some type of shape to march, but we're not world class athletes. Um, and so I'm starting to do these suicide sprints, and I vividly remember uh my vision like going towards the ground mm-hmm. like halfway Gosh, through dude um, like if you've ever been like played a first person video game if your character just starts to fall over and the whole camera just t- 
pans down. That's what my vision did. And then I woke up like 10 minutes later and my whole vision was like tinted yellow. Uh-huh. And I I passed out basically. And they didn't call my parents. They didn't what like an ambulance. And my mom was so pissed that it took like a an hour plus for her to get notified that her son had passed out at band yeah. practice. Um, so what I'm gathering from my story and your experience, Amanda, is that band directors don't fuck around. Well, and you know, the thing is, yeah, fuck these guys. Currently, it's actually illegal to provide to to make children do physical conditioning as a form of punishment, which no one in the band system knows, <laughs> but it's actually illegal. Same with that, my, that little league coach I talked about a few weeks ago, he would make us he would punish us for missing ground balls and make us do laps and push-ups. I mean, it probably wasn't illegal when you were in Little League, but Nothing it is was currently. Nothing was in the 90s. It was the Wild West. But yeah, when I, when when um I got sunstroke, I literally was like, was telling them like, I need to sit down. I can't see. Like, my vision is gone. I'm going to faint. And they're like, okay, sit down. And they just went on doing their thing, la-di-da. <laughs> and my mom shows up. And she's like, hello, what's happening? And they're like, your girl's over there. <laughs> like, she, almost she died. was Just, so we're, mad. We're running drill. Leave us alone. <laughs> Leave us alone. This is more important. Wow. I, 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 when we started recording, I had no idea I'd walk away from this episode with a hatred for <laughs> marching, <laughs> high school marching band and color guard. Which is hilarious because if you ask any marching band or color guard member, they will probably have similar stories, but they will also say, yeah, I would have done it again. I totally would have well, stayed. Well, yeah, well, I have a memory where one of my really good friends were um, in attention, which um, if those of you who don't know, uh, you know, in Color Guard and Is Marching like Band. when you're too good, they don't send you to detention? No. They send you to attention? No. Oh. So, you know, it's inspired by like traditional military commands and routines and that kind of thing. So one of the things is if you're out of tension, uh, similar to if you're in the military, you are in a static pose, you're paying attention, your eyes are focused, you're not moving, you're not twitching, you're not fidgeting. And we were at attention mid, you know, we had been doing some drills at attention, the director's talking to us and it was so hot. One of my friends had to puke and she was at attention she broke attention, ran to the sideline, puked, and then ran back to her position and went back to attention. Yeah. She didn't stop to get water or anything. It was like ran, puke, attention. Like that is how it was. But we all like craved it weirdly. I don't know. I know what my next protest says. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking as you were telling your story, Amanda, that the the like underlying villain of the story is your guard director who didn't call to check and be like, hey, uh, this this uh, this girl in our guard, it looks like her hand's broken. She said it's fine, but I feel like I should ask someone other than this 15-year-old. <laughs> um, are they okay to do this, this uh, you know, physical activity? But yeah. they didn't follow up. They're just like, yeah, fuck it. Get out there. Yeah. I mean, granted, that was eighth, eighth grade guard, so it was pretty low stakes. But still, you would think someone would be like, nah, go home. You're not doing this. Damn, you had guard in middle school? Mm-hmm. Huh. We cool. didn't we performed, but we didn't compete. We were just like exhibition. Oh. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so what we've learned is I'm a badass. Don't fuck with me. Oh my comes to color guard back off. <laughs> All right, Tyler, what's your injury story? What is your again again? <laughs> we know so we know that it's an ankle injury. An ankle it, injury. It is an ankle injury. 
and it did it happened at school when I was in elementary school so we if you go back to my elementary school now they have like renovated playground equipment um it's much safer um some would argue <laughs> less fun but it is safer um the slides are all like the covered slides they're plastic um, they're not like the sheet metal baking in the sun <laughs> no because that's what I that's what I experienced. When I um, say that, does everyone hear the noise in their yes. head? Yes. I yeah. see the rust of, on that slide. The noise of bare thighs I on can burning smell hot the metal. smell from the handles of the slide as you're climbing up it, the metal yeah, on your hands. It, our entire playground prior to this story was basically different formations of metal playground equipment. So we had the metal monkey bars we had the slides that Amanda was referencing, which basically you go up about like 20 feet. And then when you go down, it's just, it's just a straight shot down, but it's, it's all metal slide. So yeah, in the summer or, or as it's getting close to the summer and the sun hits it, 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 it bakes you basically. Um, we had <laughs> Which one in those, Southern California is like nine out of 10 days. Like all of the times. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah, I can't imagine having that kind of playground equipment now that we've since when I was in, you know, uh, elementary school, we've endured another 20 plus years of global warming. Oh, my um, God. It's probably even worse now. But um, so, yeah, we had all of this metal playground equipment and a bunch of dumbass students like myself. So we would go out for recess and. Uh, oh, and it was also all like all of this playground equipment was in sand. Like, so it's not like it was like, gra- like grass, which can kind of get cool. Like it was all hot sand. Yeah. So, so no. you land and then your feet are on fire. Your feet Real are quick, on fire. If, yeah. The, do you guys know that or remember that recess was 15 minutes and yeah. they never let you out on time and they never let you stay out as long. It was probably 12 and a half minutes. Yeah. It's not enough. No, it's not enough, but. When I was in elementary school, it felt like during recess, like alliances were made and broken. Mm. Like it, it felt like so much. You were on the clock. <laughs> you had to make deals. Two and a half minutes go. Recess just felt like a precursor to lunch because lunch you got like forty-five minutes. Dude, um, yeah, recess was crazy short, and lunch was like, "Yo, what's going on?" <laughs> Did you all ha- ever have people get married? In your elementary school, like kids, what? like would have wedding reset. Like oh. <laughs> we didn't. I don't remember that happening, but I do remember for sure the like kindergarten, first grade, like couples. Yeah, quote unquote. Well, so they didn't. They didn't go the distance. They they didn't go the distance. No. No, I I legit remember a couple of times there was. You're married, two, Tyler. Uh, I, no, I wasn't. I I attended. <laughs> He's, a He's a witness. Witness. <laughs> it was weird because they would like do this like wedding ceremony but then like the like one of them would be shy and wouldn't want to like do it and so they'd like try to run away and then this mob of kids is just following this these poor kids <laughs> oh my God. And we were trying to it was it was weird um but i've heard other people have had similar experiences so i'm like yeah, this I, I think that's exclusive. a pretty typical thing yeah, yeah. no no kids do it it was weird we there was also this one asshole who um he was a grader so higher than me and my friends but we would um, we'd make sandcastles out of the burning sand because there was like this shed <laughs> near one of the uh, uh, like entrances to one of the sand. And that would usually 
give some shade so you could like build sandcastles and stuff this little asshole would just come over and kick our sandcastles down for what no reason. Oh he was just a little asshole. Oh god! Yeah, he was just a bully. And but and you guys, you guys just had to take it, like yeah, we couldn't do anything. And I've already expressed on this podcast my disdain for noon duties, like because they're power hungry. <laughs> um, they definitely told me to go sit at the wall on more than one occasion just for you know dumb shit. So yeah. Like you said, Bowser, like it was, it was wild out there, and yeah, you had to make alliances, you had to make friends, um, and you had to have people in your corner when you did dumb shit, which is what happened with my injury. <laughs> so, like, I, so like I mentioned, uh, the slides we had—they were these 20, 20 feet tall, just straight shot metal slides that you would go down and. I guess that was fun as a kid, but looking back, it just doesn't seem fun. Um, like I could see that being fun for like a little, little kid. Um, Cause you're like, Ooh, I'm so high up. But like at that age, like when you're getting to like fourth, fifth grade, you're like, okay, whatever. But I guess yeah. at that point, recess equipment's not really for you anyway, but whatever. <laughs> um, so we would go up and we would sometimes like sit on the slide when we would go down we're dumbasses. We would maybe sit backwards going down the slide, right. which is a stupid idea. Um, we would be on our... <laughs> that sounds amazing. We'd be on our knees going down, which also doesn't make any fucking sense. Yep. Um, I did all these things. <laughs> on your belly. One, I tried to do yeah, the splits yeah. going down the slide once. Oh, my God. I yeah, kind of got, got stuck for a second. Yeah, just a bunch of really stupid kid ideas that inevitably end up in injuries. Yeah. So the one of the other things that we would do is we would go up and we would pretend we were skiing. So we would go up to the top of the slide, we would get on our like feet oh and then we'd gosh. like crouch down. So we're not like standing straight up, but we're like crouched down yeah. and then go down the slide on our feet um, and pretend we're skiing down a mountain. Oh my gosh. I never and did that, but that I would do that now. That sounds fun. Yeah. And it was like, it was fun. And we did it dozens of time without incident after school one day. Uh, my shoes were beat up, torn to shit and falling apart. So we went to, I don't think it's around anymore, but Payless. Like, do y'all remember Payless? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. yeah. I don't think Payless exists anymore. Payless shoe source? Yeah. <laughs> the little, uh, mats with the printout of what the shoe size was. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to stick your feet on. Yeah. Pay- Payless was the first, the first store that I remember using the phrase BOGO. Oh um, yes. yes, they were big on the BOGO. We, I remember that vividly because that was when I had to figure out what is that. Yeah, and it was Payless. My my mom thought it was really clever because she was like, "Oh, we're gonna go to Payless. They have a BOGO ho going on." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I was like, how you said ho? That's funny." Um, so we go we go to Payless for our BOGO ho, and we go to replace my shoes, and I get new shoes. And I think I got Airwalks, which is another thing I don't oh, think exists nice. anymore. Sketchers, I had Airwalks. Right? Sketchers? Air, no, they were Airwalk. It's oh. a, its own brand. It was like a the I, the the logo almost reminds me of like the Acura symbol. Yeah, it hmm. was the it was the Walmart brand of Vans. <laughs> like, See, I would go to Payless and I'd get those like classic '90s mom sandals yeah, that had like the leather part that went over the toe oh, and then like the gosh. elastic on the sides. If you live through the 90s, you can picture this. Yeah. Those are my jam. Yeah. So I get my new shoes, my new my, my new kicks, as the kids would say. And I go to school the next day. And we go out to recess, and we are going to do our normal routine. 
go on the swings some, jump off the swings and get yelled at by the noon duties because you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> um, play on the monkey bars a little bit and fall off because the bars are so fucking hot. You can't <laughs> hold on to them. And we all are children and don't have upper body strength. And then we go to the slide to go skiing. Which, again, we've I've done multiple times to this point, and it's worked fine every time. Yeah. What I didn't realize is I now have new shoes, oh. which now have fresh grip on the bottom oh of the shoes. Oh, my mm. gosh. You got traction now. Yes. And so we would often also carry handfuls of sand up the slide. Oh, of to course To put on would. the slide to, like, add some, like, you know, I think we thought it made us, like, That's faster. amazing. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I don't I, know if the I, science behind that bag makes sense in my head still. Well, it's like, isn't it shuffleboard? <laughs> I'm over here like, great idea. Yeah. Isn't it shuffleboard yeah. where they'll have sand on yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So same thing. So it made sense to us. So we go up. I take my sand up and I put it on the slide, um, which again, unless you're going down with the sand, like it just beats you to the bottom and it doesn't do anything. <laughs> um, there's so many parts of this that are just, in hindsight, really stupid. You know what's funny, though? I can totally picture 10-year-old Tyler, like the new kid in school, and, and you being like, this is what you do, but I'm going to tell you the secret. The secret. Well, yeah. You and have well, to throw a handful of sand on the side first because of, like the little kid, like professionalism of this yeah. is how you do it. Also, check out my kicks. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially because we moved to... California uh from Ohio when I was a when I was like five five and a half and we got here I think it was like in January and it was already too late in the school year to like enroll me so they said just start him next year so I started a year late um, wait so you had half a year off of school <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what you, you took away yeah that's every kid's dream well from had, January to June but that was of- going into that was going late. into kindergarten and I, I had done preschool, but I, I hadn't done like like full time school yet. So I, I didn't. Tyler's I, going into kindergarten like big man on campus. What up, bitches? ABC li- one, two, three, motherfucker. I took a gap I, year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I studied abroad. Really got to know myself. From um, Ohio, baby. Yeah. In kindergarten, they would do the test where you have to count like to mm-hmm. see how far you could count. And I had a bunch of idiots in my class who could get to like 34 or 27 and I got to like a hundred and I wanted to keep counting. And the teacher was like, no, you can stop. I'm like, no, but I really want to keep going. And they're like, no, please stop. God, that You're must the be worst. the worst day of the year for that teacher. <laughs> you just have to sit and listen to a bunch of how long? How, how long did it take that five-year-old to get to 34? Oh, my God. Oh, probably a lot. Realistically, a lot. how long did it they, take? They get tripped up at 17. The teacher's like, thank God. And then, and then got, they, they recover, and they're like, oh, damn it. You've got a little overachiever like Tyler, and it's like, this kid won't shut up. 98, 99, <laughs> Like, that's, dude, we, were, we only wanted you to make it at 25. Like, calm the <laughs> fuck down. Like, like, I got a union break I have to go on. Just shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. So we, yeah, so we go out um, and I'm at the top of the slide, put the sand down and I'm ready to go down and I start to go down and my shoes stick to the slide because they have traction on them now. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know what to do. I lost my balance and I tumbled over the sli- the top of the slide over the edge. Oh my um, god! And I basically fell from the top of the slide and into the sand, which Holy in hindsight shit. probably prevented this from being a break and only right. ended up being a sprain. Right. Um, I'm freaking out because, I, like, I'm in pain, and my parents pick me up. I think I 
I think I went and I don't remember if I got an x-ray. I, I don't feel like I did. How did you but, get from the playground to the office? Um, probably, one of those, probably one of those evil new duties. I had to begrudgingly accept their help. <laughs> <laughs> you hate them so much you blocked it out. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm fine. Get um, away from me, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> so they, I go to the doctor. They determine it's a sprain and it's not broken. And then I'm on, they put me on crutches, which I feel like was excessive because I I don't feel like most people I've met as I've grown up when they get sprains, like I don't feel like they're usually on crutches, (laughs) but I was on crutches for probably like a week or so, which um, we had crutches at my house because uh, my dad had used them in in the past because of his uh, leg issues think my mom would maybe use them so like we had crutches and i would just i walked around school for a week on crutches and um i probably you know hammed it up like oh i'm so injured um <laughs> i can't play on the playground anymore but i i remember that because um then the school year ended go away for the summer and then i want to say this was fifth grade because i feel like i remember seeing this because my brother was at the same school, but I don't remember that if it happened when I was still at the school. But I remember the next year when I came back to the campus, all of the playground equipment was changed. Whoa. Um, like the metal slides were gone. I think they updated the monkey bars to something else. Like it was all changed to safer equipment. And so I enjoy telling this story because I like to believe that it was my injury that prompted them to change all of this playground equipment, which at the time I was like, damn, I ruined it for everyone. Cause we, you know, we got rid of all our metal <laughs> death traps, but now Dude. looking back as an adult, I'm like, cool. Maybe some kids won't die now. I bet yeah. you were the catalyst. They probably, it's probably something they were already thinking about. And yeah. then this happened and they were like, see, we got to do it. See, this so. dumbass is exactly <laughs> why we need to not have these these toys anymore because he's supposed he can count to 100 he's the smart one <laughs> <laughs> we are in fifth grade by this point that's the expectation <laughs> you know <laughs> oh my god dude i that's crazy yeah i it's crazy that we all were like yeah that big metal slide yeah it was at all, all our schools yeah. yeah it was probably from the 70s it looks so, so old. old well yeah and i i don't imagine they were very expensive yeah, because it's just a piece of metal. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't know, but do you, which ankle was it? Your left or your right? Or did you do you have any lingering issues? No, um, I can like roll my ankle and like make it like pop a little bit. Um, it's not painful, and I don't know if that's normal, but um, yeah, it, I've I've not had any issues. I go running fairly regularly without any issues on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it must not have been a bad sprain because. I was on crutches for maybe a week, which was probably excessive, and I don't have any any issues now. But I've never broken a bone, but I think that was probably the closest I've come to break, breaking a bone was that injury when I sprained my ankle. I remember being in the nurse's station. They had like a little ice pack um, they put on, um, and I, I just remember crying the whole time. And then my mom showed up, and, and it was fine. But again, I was like, I was like really, you know, hamming it up. When it yeah. wasn't that bad. So, uh, Ballister, I think you were probably going to ask what I want to 
relive this or would I want to see it from afar? Um, I would want to see this from afar because I would want to see like, yep, there he goes. Oh, he got his pocket full of sand. There it goes. Oh, he doesn't realize he has traction on it. And there he's fucking falling over. Um, Damn, those shoes look nice. <laughs> I mean, he... I mean, he he looked cool doing it, but he's probably in pain. Um, that yeah, that would be funny to see. I I know um, there was one time I fell off a horse, and it was on videotape. And when I was falling, it felt like it happened so fast. But watching yeah. the video back, it was like the slowest fall I've ever seen in my life. Jeez. So it'd be funny to see like how the fall looked different from how yeah. you remember it feeling. <laughs> and, and that has to be scary because. A slide can't then trample you, but a horse can. <laughs> well, you know. Right. Yes, yeah, that, yes. that that playground holds like a lot of memories for me from falling off the slide and spraining my ankle um, to like the end of fifth grade. Me and a couple of friends, we were on the swings and we were like jumping off and doing tricks. And I was just talking to Jen about this um, like a couple of weeks ago. That was when I first like started like learning about like how to swear. Like me and my friends were just <laughs> on the swings. And then we just started saying like, like shit. Yeah. And then, and then we just got into it and that's like where I started swearing. Um, so, yeah. You know, that, that cuss word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gosh, dang it. Um, <laughs> I think we both had the same thought when Tyler was saying that, that one year at the park, there was one oh, time yeah. we were at the park. Uh, it was 4th of July and that's where a lot of people watch the fireworks. And mm-hmm. there was this group of kids, like fifth grade kids, probably. Yeah. Who kept saying bust a nut. But they clearly didn't know what that meant. And they would be like, like someone would do like a trick jumping off of the swings and be like, Joe, that was so cool. I'm gonna bust a nut. Like, you like don't I'm know gonna make them. you bust a nut and you be like, dude, that nut clarets. Like, you guys, please stop. As much as they could say it, they were saying it, and it was so funny. Where are your fucking parents? They're fucking. I, they're probably drunk, laughing. Drunk off rosé. <laughs> I I I think that's hilarious because, like with anything with kids, once they like get a taste of something, they just go way overboard on it. Yes. Um, so I'm looking. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to when I have kids of my own because eventually they're going to have the same realization about like what swear words are. I want to be there when like they stub their, sh- their toe or they like hit their arm or something. And a normal response would be like, ah, damn it. Um, but I want to hear the kid to be like, ah, motherfucking shit. They just go because, way overboard <laughs> because I'm going to have to not laugh, but I'm, and I'm gonna be like, no, you can't do that. But in my mind, I'm gonna be like, yeah, that, that makes sense. That's what I would do too. <laughs> You're gonna be like, Billy, a simple goddamn would be fine. <laughs> yeah, just don't. You don't want to overblow it because then the words lose meaning. You got to punctuate them for effect. I remember the, in fourth grade, kids were and you know this is where I learned it. We're walking around saying in Spanish. In fourth grade, kids were walking around saying "pinche marihuanero," which means translates roughly to "fucking pothead." And I'm like, like, who the fuck? <laughs> Where did they get that? I from? know they were just walking around saying that. It, I, it, it just rolls off the tongue like it does. <laughs> "Pinche marihuanero," and they're just going around saying that, and you just say it, and it's just like. It was till years later. I was like, "Who's, who's like?" Mom was like telling somebody off. Someone said yeah. that to like their sixteen-year-old brother, and yeah. it, it just stuck. It, and then some little kid came to fourth grade and started spreading it. <laughs> I really love when swear words are juxtaposed with like silly words. 
Yeah. Like like that one, or if or if you're like, yeah, you're a fucking bozo. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope my kid does that one day because that is hilarious. Because you can't take someone so seriously if they attach the word bozo to fucking. Like it's you can't take you just have to laugh. That's awesome. I, I, yeah, I love that. I like that too. <laughs> oh man! Well, this was an entertaining episode. I you're calling your own podcast episode entertaining? Uh, yes, I am. I am. I am man. thoroughly entertained. <laughs> this was me. this was a fantastic award winning. Man, I did. I'll so give good. myself an award. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I never thought I would have so much fun talking about injuries, yeah. but uh, hopefully this brought back some uh, not too painful memories for all of you, mm-hmm. at least ones that you can laugh at uh, from your present point of view. Yeah. Um, and thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. We hope wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you're doing well. Thanks. Bye. Bye bye.